funny you don't see that coming. Yeah. One minute, you're just sitting on the tracks. Whoa. Next thing you know, from the smallest room in New York City. Run over by a fucking train. Come to the show that gives you a reason to live. In the Doogie B, home of Pelham Bay P and the Botanical G, a miracle man miraculously survived being shot during a Boogie D carjacking by a dirt bike crew. That's on Wednesday. The unidentified 45-year-old victim driving in the eastbound lane surrounded by the dirt bike crew who shot him in the head four times. He's still alive. Four shots in the head and he's still alive. That's bad news for the dirt bike crew and bad news for you if you don't make that deal. Investigators found five 22 caliber shell casings. The car was recovered at the Cross Bronx Expressway and University Avenue. NYPD Commissioner Dermot Shea says that this shit is keeping him up nights. The Bronx is back to a level not seen since 1996, specifically with gang violence involving small kids. And this is what literally keeps me up. It kept me up last night. What are you gonna do about this? What are we going to do about this? And I think everybody should be talking about it. Well, I think something if you want to sleep for a few hours, what's a pretty good sleep aid, four shots to the head with a 22. It seems like that's about the extent of what it does. And joining me now, Ian Erickson from the Patriarchy Show. What's happening? Ian? Hey, Pat. What's going on? Thanks for having me on. Well, my pleasure. What do you think about this guy getting taking four shots to the head? I'd like to see this guy's thick-ass head. I would like to see the video of a... Of a, what do you say, a dirt bike crew? A dirt bike crew. A, a dirt bike crew. So uh-huh. an actual gang of dirt bikers, right? Oh, yeah. That's what it'd be. This right? happens all right. the time. Yeah, this is real. Does it? Because oh. it sounds like something out of the Warriors. It's like that, yeah. Very very much like that. Dirt bikers. And, it, it hasn't, and, the, and crime hasn't been at this level since 1996. So when the Yankees won the World Series, right? 96? Is that when they won? Yeah, I think so. I, I believe you. I could be wrong. Uh, well, I could definitely be wrong. Maybe 95. 96 is the year I started doing stand-up comedy. Also the year I got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, this guy, is, he must have like a thick skull. He must have. I mean, like if you... Now, four shots to the head, that could mean, you know, it through his cheek. Right. It could mean... Uh, there's not too many more things that could be, I mean, through Jake, the nose could, against, got up, could have gotten blown off. Pierced his ear. Uh, <laughs> he's in stable condition. You know, I mean, this is a guy, he's not even like, oh, it's like, won't be walking it off. I'm sure. You know, maybe, oh no, that's not something you walk. Shake I mean, it off. Shake it off. Maybe he's totally retarded now too. Maybe he needs <laughs> chief Bromden to come and put him to sleep for all I know, but uh, he's definitely alive, you know, and, and uh, good for him. Yeah, this is a, uh, but, I understand what the, uh, I mean, the commissioner, I, be, I believe the Dermot Shea does care. And that's more than I could say for um, a few people. Right. Uh, well, like, the uh, mayor. He, well, the mayor, yeah. <laughs> he, he's very happy with all this. Thank God nobody was killed. Right. Yeah. Only four shots in the head. Only four shots in the head. Not a big deal, guys. These dirt bike crews, and they won't, they can't do anything about the dirt <laughs> bike crews. Stop the they dirt can't, bike they crews. Did, I'm not kidding. There's a hundred of them sometimes. <laughs> I'm talking about like a hundred people. Sometimes you see a hundred people on bikes. They will take over a bridge and they will just fucking do tricks and have fun and fuck around. And the cops don't do shit. No. I mean, you know, there's not much they can do uh, when they're just like riding through the city all in a big group. Mm -hmm. I mean, because they're not supposed to have dirt bikes in the city. Right. That's the infraction. But at the same time, uh, it's what are you going to do? There's a hundred of them. You're going to ride a hundred tickets. You're going to get killed. 
You know, right. I mean, like they're they're not like necessarily nice people. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to say these probably aren't quality people uh, riding around in dirt bike crews around New York City, right? Shooting so people in the if, head. Yeah. yeah, if you if you pull them over, there's they're probably gonna have a gun, drugs, something like you know, like the broken windows. So huh. if you go, I love that with a couple cops, you pull you you go see what they have and. They're going to have something. They're doing – they're not doing it – they're not going to college. I think you should be police commissioner. Yeah, right. We can't do anything. These guys, you pull them over, they're probably going to have guns. Yeah, they're actually going to We don't want to know guns. anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let them just – just don't bother them. Don't bother Maybe them. Maybe they'll leave. <laughs> I hate loud motorcycles in the street, especially in New York City, bouncing off the buildings. It's so loud. It's right. fucking loud. Can't deal with it, man. It's too much. Even in the suburbs, it's like that. You get a bunch of Harleys going down the highway, mm-hmm. and you just can't hear your radio anymore. It's just deafening. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I've never been a motorcycle guy. Like I, I rode them when I was younger for uh-huh. fun. But oh, of course, I, I, me too, all the time. Right. Yeah, I did wheelies. Wheelies. I, are I, awesome. I did ramp jumps. I would jump. You know, buses. Did you jump a bus? Like, I, I jumped. Let's see. I jumped sixteen double buses at Wembley Stadium. Okay. <laughs> no. All right, evil. I, you know, I never, I never was on a motorcycle, but more than about 30 seconds one time, I was real hammered. So I was like, hey, you gotta take it on the bike. Sure. Rode it around the yard. Didn't get killed. Called it, a, called it a W. And that was your biker gang experience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one got shot. No, no one, one got, got shot hurt. in the head. No four shots in your head. The, those dirt bikes. So, I mean, they, it's like, how do they find each other? How do they agree? Here's what we're going to do. Twitter. Let's just ride the fuck out of these bikes. <laughs> In Manhattan, I mean, really, if all the crazies of that type start, you know, like if we had a fight club going on down at Washington Square Park, you right. know, because that's what they're doing now. They fight out at Washington Square Park, and uh, you had these dirt bike guys, they go crazy, you know, and then at the same time, BLM comes out, they start to have a riot. So it is the war. And then you get these Palestinian people, you know, who right. are like rooting for the, fighting the Jews and shit. And then maybe, I don't know, throw in a couple more. Uh, Where's the white know, like gang? All, all the people who, uh, the white gang? Yeah, who's the white gang? Wall Street. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice haircuts, nice tailored suits. Well, yeah, because they've made their money off the backs of people of color. Oh, of you know, course. You know how it works, Ian. Yes, it's a sob story. I, uh, we're getting rid of a white mayor trading for a black mayor, but... Uh, Wait, you don't think Sliwa has a chance? I don't think that... Uh, well, come to think of it, I don't think de Blasio's white. Uh, he's, uh, he's Italian. That's he, he, true. He's very, very, he's German actually. Oh, is he German? Oh yeah. He got the name changed. Warren right? Wilhelm. Yeah. He'd want to be associated with Germany. He wanted to be like Italian. Hey, hey look at me. I'm just, just like you. <laughs> I'm just like I'm you. I'm My wife's a lesbo. Nobody's real German anymore. He looked, he looked great in leader, uh, Lederhosen though. And his wife is the ugliest woman she on is. the face of the earth. Uh, ex- with the possible exception of that one woman from The Good Fight, I think she's really unattractive. You think she's too. uglier than Leslie Jones? Uh, hmm. She's pretty fucking ugly. She's uglier than Leslie Jones. I think Leslie Jones has a more symmetrical face. It's also more... I, you know, you have to draw the line when you start talking about people. It's so racist. People. So racist. They, uh, back to a level not seen since 1996. So the peak year of murders was uh, 1990. It was around 2,500. Okay. So, hey... We still got five years of getting worse to go before it's the worst of all time since they've been keeping records. We can fucking do it. And the Eyewitness News team. I'm reading from the NBCnews.com. This lead, the New York City Police Department is investigating a video posted to social media that appeared that appeared to show a DoorDash driver sticking his hands and a note in a meal delivered to a violent, well, to a Brooklyn precinct. 
in the video, we see the driver opening a Chipotle uh, container. He puts a note inside that read, Hope that shit tastes good. The poster wrote uh, there, on, you know, with the video, This is a Facebook public announcement. I don't violate people food like that. That was personal. We at war. Okay, this is a weird story, Ian, because it says, uh, it seems a little extreme. A couple of things about it. The guy, he knows the food's going to a police precinct. He decides to mess with the food. He opens the container, puts in a note, and I guess he must have had an accomplice because he puts not only a note in there, but he also puts his hands in there. So I don't know if he cut them off, how he got, I mean, like, if he if they were his hands, but I guess it's it's a long way to go for a prank. You need your hands. It's... It's a terrible prank, especially when you go and tell all the social media that you're doing it or that you did it. Right. He yeah, went on Facebook afterwards and he said, look what I did to the. Exactly. People, they do that. They put it in that. And that's a good way to catch criminals. But you know what? Not only that, Ian, but they're going to be able to check the fingerprints without even finding them. Right. Because his hands are in there. On the lettuce, on the cheese. Yeah. On the taco shell. Yeah. And he, I, I assume this guy opened the box and like some dude's hands are in there. And he's like, what the right. fuck? horrified he just threw it right in the trash uh and the note hope that shit tastes good what do you plan on eating some shit in the near future so you hope that when you do it tastes good hope that shit tastes good now do you think is there any inclination in the story that he actually put shit hope in the food shit tastes good yeah so he put be. shit in the food mm, you even in a chipotle meal you'd probably spot it yeah I mean, you could stir it in with the beans. I mean, you could have done the ass crack thing with his hand and then just stuck it in there. That's why his hand was in there, right? He got shit on his hand, stuck it in the taco. And his Hope and your shit tastes good. Closes it. How did he close Case it closed. with his stumps? I don't even. So <laughs> it's weird. Hope the shit tastes good. <laughs> if, if it does, you'll enjoy this. I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. Just for real, though. Um. It's real convenient. You can get anything delivered now. But anytime you're adding another set of hands to the process of getting your food, you're dramatically increasing the chances of having boogers wiped on your bun. You know, and that's especially when the guy isn't really connected to food service in any way. Well, these delivery guys like Uber Eats, DoorDash, you know, all of them, Grubhub. There's there's no real background vetting process. They don't sit down with an interviewer. You know, face to face to make sure this person isn't a total animal. As long as they have a clean driving record, they fucking go. And do well, they that's really need the a suburbs. clean driving record? Yeah, in the suburbs you do. I, I was assuming in New York City you just need a you know a bike, right, or electric scooter. You could DoorDash or do any of that shit. So you don't even need a clean driving record at that point. You could just be anybody. Well, you don't even need uh, to be a citizen. That's for right. sure. Um, so driving record. How's your driving record in Mexico? Yeah, Pakistan. It's, it's clean, clean like my conscience. <laughs> you're going to bust my chops? Because if you're going to bust my chops, you can take it on the arches. He says at the end of that note, we at war. So it's nice to see that at least he's patriotic. Yeah. I mean, also, but I do think it's strange that they didn't even mention that the officer was Chinese. Okay. I see what you said there. <laughs> That's the kind of acknowledgement of a joke I enjoy. It, it, no. You're right. It, you have, when you have to think about it that much, the, the laughs. Is it took a second. Oh, but we're at war with China. That's right. They put a virus in our country. They did. Admit, yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> and I was reading up on this about like how these, how these kind of wars work. They talk about there's going to be a war. 
we may lose 70% of our population by yeah. 2025. That seems extreme, but it's because of uh, viruses and shit. They've been wanting to do this. You know, you understand the people in charge are murderers. Right. Uh, and and they've proven it now. It's obvious. And we've we've proven as a country, not me in particular, not you in particular, not you either. You know who I'm talking to. But it's proven still, you know, that we are a country that cannot withstand crisis. We melted down and we were forced to melt down. They fucking took our fucking country apart. Now, uh, these biological weapons are not really, it's easy to like not get caught. Apparently you can pin it on another country. Who knows? A couple of tourists, whatever, you know I mean? It gets places. Biological warfare. So what's happening? So we need to fix something. We need to fix their wagon over there in China. Well, you don't need a stealth bomber, right, for you know, biological warfare. You just send a dirty Chinaman over here. Are obsolete, yeah. Just send, a, just send your filthiest Chinaman. <laughs> yeah. Red Rover, Red Rover. <laughs> so what's a Chinese name? Chong? Sing Ching yeah. Chong right over. Well, they could not design the... Sing Ching Chong right over. Sing Ching Chong over here. They could design the virus, right, perfectly... Where it's genetically, where where the Chinese are genetically um, not as susceptible to the virus, right? Because they right? have so much. They they are a very diverse country. Yeah, super diverse. <laughs> so many Han Chinese and others, <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> and um, others, others, other Chinese people, the Jamaicans I mean, in China. Like like you, you don't know if somebody's American really by looking at them. You know, I mean, unless they're like this, you have to be wearing like a pair of fucking Budweiser swim yeah. trunks or something. That's a, that's a sign you're American, probably. If police find well, the driver, this driver, by the way, this booger guy or this mm-hmm. hand guy, uh, they he could be charged with reckless endangerment. It's a felony. Wow. Yeah. So hey, I hope you had a good time. I, Getting I hope, the shit tastes good. I hope you enjoy, yeah, yeah. I hope the shit tastes good. Yeah. Of course, I think the pronunciation of the note was intended to be, "Hope that shit tastes good," not "Hope that shit tastes good." I like the patois there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It shows how much it matters, the rhythm of a sentence. does. The emphasis on a certain word. The cadence. Hope this shit tastes good, Hope though. Hope that shit tastes good. That was personal. We at war. I'll tell you where a lot of um, the dead people go. And when they go, they go to stay. At the western end of Long Island Sound, northeastern Bronx, uh, there sits a one mile by one third of a mile island. In the Pelham Islands Archipelago, Heart Island, where New York City Cemetery is home to over a million unidentified and unclaimed dead people buried in mass graves. And how mass is mass? You right. want to? Okay, well. I want to know. Because how can you tell when a mass grave is full? Right. You, <laughs> we no cannot get one more. Okay, go ahead. Metric. Each plot can hold 150 adults. And 1,000 babies. A lot of dead <laughs> or, babies. I should say or 1,000 babies. It's okay. not, yeah, it's, Both. But it, it sounds really grim, doesn't it? Really, really grim. In a numer- if you, to hear it in numeric terms like that? Yeah. I, I think a of a pit dead with 1,000 dead babies in it, and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. horrifying. It's horrifying. And right. that's what it is. That's exactly what goes on. I don't know how many plots are just filled with fucking with dead, dead babies, but, I mean, some number. Uh, but when you think about it, would you rather be trapped on an island with a thousand dead babies or a thousand live babies? Dead babies. Or even like a hundred live babies. <laughs> One live or a, baby. A baby. <laughs> Just a baby. <laughs> a live baby. I mean, really, it's, I honest to God, I'd rather have a, a thousand dead babies. They, 
you know, if you're trapped on an island, you got to deal with a fucking baby. You got food supply. If you want to eat a baby, you know, right? Then you can eat a. I mean, that's shit. You know, eating and, a baby is. Uh, I think that sends you straight to hell. You you could you can now uh, eating a dead baby though. Yeah. See, I got a thousand dead babies, dead babies. I can eat. The soft part of the skull is where all the flavor is. That's, that's what, what I've been told. Soft palate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you, you sound like you've been listening to Too Woke to Fuck. <laughs> The guy on that show says, like, oh, yeah, he, they talked about he helped a woman with her sort of home abortion, and then they ate the baby. Uh, Jeez. It's weird. It's a crazy show. Too woke, too fuck. It's a number two, the word woke, number two, and then F. If you want to find it, it's odd. So, listen, uh, Hard Island is an interesting place because that's the – and I came across the day, I'll tell you how. But some quick history here. Hard Island has been part of New York City longer than uh, the Bronx itself. In fact, longer than Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. It's uh, prior to the... Uh, Staten Island is still part of New York City? Yes. Unfortunately, they haven't. They can't secede. Yeah. They won't let them. Poor guys. Uh, now, prior to the arrival of Americans, uh, the island uh, was owned by the Suinoy tribe. And in 1964, they sold it to Thomas Pell, who left it to his nephew when he died in 1969. And then this island remained in the Pell family until 1774. It was sold to Oliver. You know who? You can finish it for me. Cromwell. <laughs> There's nothing that cuts all the fucking grit in your mouth quite the same way as, as this drink that I drink that I refuse to promote. Don't say it. It uh, was sold to Oliver De- Delancey. Delancey. Oliver Delancey. Oh, okay. Gordon, yeah. Now, over the years, according to someone <laughs> named Elliot Gorn, uh, Hart Island became a favorite pugilistic highway, uh, hideaway. Bare knuckle boxing matches held there could draw thousands of spectators, which I figure proves two things. People always love a good fight. Right. And some of them have been breaking the first two rules. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's, that's serviceable. Yes. Acceptable. Yeah. This is a guy who does not no. pretend. You ever do morning radio? Um, no, no, you haven't. <laughs> I have never done morning radio in my life. Okay, so this is a very interesting island because it's been a bunch of different things. Uh, Civil War soldiers train there on okay. Hard Island, specifically the 31st Infantry Regiment. Confederate, of, the, of course. Of, uh, uh, of the United States <laughs> Colored Troops. Oh, yeah. the first. And uh, same year, a prisoner of war camp for Confederate soldiers was built. Wow. And oh, nice. uh, the first burials on the island were 20 Union troops. I doubt they were the first burials. It's an ancient Indian uh, burial ground, apparently, the Suinoys. Uh, but uh, public city burial started soon afterwards. The very first person buried there was a 24-year-old woman. Very okay. first in the public you know, cemetery. Okay. There wasn't a Union soldier. And she was Louisa Van Slyke. Dutch. That's all I know. Von Slyke. <laughs> in, in eight, that was in 1869. That was first, about a million bodies been planted there. It's about 1,500 every year. That's a lot of dead bodies up there. Now, the Potter's Field on Hart Island, and I'm going to explain a couple more things here in a minute about it. This is a fascinating place. It replaced two other Potter's Fields in New York. One was at uh, on the site of the New York Public Library main branch in Midtown. That used to be a Potter's wow. Field. Wow, did not know that. It, which that at one time was way the fuck out. Even Greenwich Village was way the fuck out. They settled just the tip. Right. For real. It's like they told the Indians, just the tip. Just the tip. And then they stayed there for a while. (laughs) Like, oh. 
uh, and then spread like crabs all throughout this penis of a fucking city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other one was was actually at uh, in Washington Square Park, which is now a fight club. <laughs> now, yeah, it's a fight club. <laughs> Oddly enough. Yeah. Uh, the island has had many uses. It was a quarantine station during the 1870 yellow fever epidemic. It was a woman's psychiatric hospital, which, whatever. <laughs> There's something there. It's like a, <laughs> a, a tubercularium, I guess. Okay. If you wanted to go get some tuberculosis. Mm, uh, a, delin- a delinquent boys workhouse. And then a few years later, they added a workhouse for men, I guess, because they were growing up. Right. And they just had nowhere to go. Move in over there. Go next door. Yeah. And with all that shit going on, right, a millionaire real estate developer from Barbados named Solomon Riley bought a four-acre tract on the west side of the island and proposed an amusement park for yeah. blacks called Negro Coney Island. Negro Coney Island. Can we get that as a T-shirt, please, for the New York City Crime Report? It's can in Negro, the works. Can Negro Coney it, Island it's, happen? It's, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that's okay to say. Is it? Negro Coney Island. You just have like a... Carousel. Well, it's it's kind of funny how they expected black people to be just okay with like, yeah, there's a lot of dead bodies around. Uh, it's been a lot of fucking different shit. There's like a you know prisons and stuff, right? And so uh, that's kind of what happened after he'd started building this. Uh, he built a dance hall, started that uh, boarding mm-hmm. houses. He built a boardwalk, and he purchased sixty steamships. And then the state raised the obvious concerns about building an amusement park in such close proximity to a prison and a hospital. I didn't want anybody from the prison, you know, being injured by any of the people going to the amusement park, right, I guess. because that, that would happen. Yeah, and so the state <laughs> condemned the land, and then they paid him 144 grand for his trouble. That was the end of that. Uh, but an amusement park right there was like, hey, this is the worst fucking <laughs> – this place has a shitty history. I mean, Wow. It's just awful. You know, that's like 1924. Indian burial ground. Mm, okay. uh, prison camps. Well, check. Just, uh, Let's yeah. put the music park. It'll be fine. Look, I'm a millionaire. Steamships. Steamships. Negro boardwalk empire. <laughs> put Negro in front of anything. It becomes a better show. Yeah. Uh, I remember a guy in Atlanta used to do a bit like, um, what if Jaws was black? They He's wouldn't a, be in the water. I get he's a... <laughs> It's pretty good. He didn't even have a joke for it. No. I mean, I get the great white shark, whatever. Forget that, though. Just momentarily. And try to th- imagine the shark is a white guy. He doing, he's, he's doing, he's such a white guy thing to do. Swim, eat, make little baby sharks, whatever. Yeah. Black jaws. And he did an act out. <laughs> and he did a fin. He held up like a fin up next to his head, you know? And like. Okay. And then he would, and it took a long time. I this... mean, he really built it up. Okay. And. I don't. I don't remember what he did. It was just kind of like you know a little bit funkier. Dun 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 dun. Mm-hmm. Whatever it was, I think that Black Jaws. The, the very premise of it. What if Jaws was black? <laughs> it's just such a weird thing to say. Uh, <laughs> now, don't give me things to take out, Ian. No, oh, it's oh, in the patriarchy it. show. Oh, forgot. which is also pretty good. Yeah, I heard uh, good things about it. Yeah. Yeah, basically it's a big graveyard, and it's not open to the public, uh, but it's open to family members as of just recently. Okay. And And, uh, no, no, I got the idea to talk about this. I want to mention, I was looking for attractions in the Bronx that I could add to my Boogie D thing, you know, things that that end with the letter. (laughs) Okay. And none of them were suitable, but it was featured on a list on TripAdvisor. This place was Heart Island. Okay. On TripAdvisor.com. It was number 37 of 46 things to do, 
with a little blurb that says, no visitors are allowed on this 101-acre uninhabited island home to Potter's Field, the city cemetery of New York, where more than 800,000 unidentified bodies are buried. <laughs> That's a great thing to do. Oh, wow. There's nine things that are worse than that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What do you think one of those things thing could to be? Do. It's, oh, wait. It's, so what do I do? How do I do it? How do I do this <laughs> island? You're not allowed. There needs to be a dead person there that you didn't love. But the website says number 36. Mm-hmm. So what's worse than not being able to do it? Yeah, what's worse than it doesn't, it's not Maybe a thing. It's not a thing, it doesn't exist. You have to be an unclaimed dead person to get there. No, yeah. most people would not be caught dead in a mass grave. <laughs> I, it's it really, mass grave, it, it is, you wouldn't want to be in a mass grave when you die. No, I want a tombstone, I want my wife to throw her body on my casket, and then, yeah, I want the whole thing. I want the whole thing. Here's what you do. Fake your own death. Fake my own death. Kill your wife. Throw her body on the casket. You've got to kill no, her and steal the insurance. Oh, okay. <laughs> well. My body needs a better policy. I look at it this way. Like, why do I want to be by myself? I want to be around people. I don't know if I want to. In, in a way, it would be nice to have the peace. But right. Jesus Christ. You know, a mass grave could be a party. Could be a rave. Could be a good time. No, thanks to Heart Island Project. This There's this project, the Heart Island Project. Finding the corpse of a deceased, unclaimed old friend or so-called loved one is easier than ever before. How do you do it? Check out heartisland.net for the morbidest web experience you'll ever hope to have online. Uh, The interactive map shows numbered plots of mass graves. Uh, The plots with the red numbers, that means means someone in that plot has AIDS. (laughs) AIDS and dead. Dead and AIDS. And, uh, what can be worse? Yeah, th- those, those fuckers are, are thin even by fucking dead fucker standards. <laughs> uh, at first, AIDS bodies were buried separately on right. Hearts Island because AIDS being new, they, it was unclear at that time. They didn't know if they were contagious after death. Don't want to get AIDS from a zombie. Makes sense. Yeah, or AIDS from like just anything. <laughs> AIDS was a terrifying thing. I mean, it's like, do you, do you remember when AIDS came out? I remember uh, when it came out. I remember quilts in middle school. Quilts. Yeah, they would make make us oh. do quilts for some reason. AIDS quilts. You remember AIDS quilts? You remember AIDS quilts? I remember AIDS quilts, yeah. but I didn't, we didn't make them in school or anything. Yes. I guess that came later. So you got a little more indoctrinated on it. Oh, yeah. All they told us to do is like, whatever you do, even if you finger a girl, wear a condom. <laughs> on your penis and your finger. And your tongue. Yes. And go ahead and just put one over your head. <laughs> Just get into and a balloon. Do not do anything. My God. Abstinence is the safest sex of all. You're right. That's what they would say. Abstinence? I never got AIDS because uh, I wasn't a drug user. Okay. Didn't suck any dick. No hmm. anal with boys. Well, that's a good way <laughs> to sounds, not get AIDS. sounds really gay to say it that way. <laughs> it's fucking gay, It's though. really not a gay thing to say. It's a good thing to say. No anal with boys. No anal. It's true. I have no anal with boys, but it makes it, I guess it suggests. Anal with boys. There's something that suggests. <laughs> by the way, anal with boys is playing at uh, Mercury Lounge this weekend. But they they didn't know. Could you get it from a dentist? Could you get it from this, that? It's like Florist. That, and that's why the bodies, right? So that's why um, even the funeral directors in New York City were reluctant to handle them. And, and many of them wouldn't, and, or they charged so much money to do it that nobody, they couldn't hardly afford it. So the only people buried in individual plots on Hart Island are the first 17 AIDS bodies. And, uh, all gay. And they're all, they're marked with, <laughs> yeah. And needless to say, they put them 
way the fuck over there. Yeah. Out of, out of harm's way. Away reach. from all the regular dead people that are unidentified, unloved, <laughs> and unclaimed. <laughs> nah, man, you, you have to be really unloved <laughs> to be away from the unloved people. Yeah. Like, uh, extra shunned, unloved. Shunned by the unloved <laughs> dead. The name of the article there that I was getting some of this from was um, Dead of AIDS and Forgotten in a Potter's Field. Like, Jesus, what a downer title. Yeah. Was that New York Times? New York Times. Yes. Of course it is. The bodies, I guess, are not contagious because there's no blood or fluids or turds to speak of. But what about the flesh? I was wondering, can you get can you get it from eating the corpse of an of a dead AIDS patient? Dead AIDS <laughs> AIDS baby. An AIDS corpse. <laughs> AIDS corpse. Say I wanted to eat the corpse of an AIDS patient. <laughs> it's thirty years old. Uh, will I die? <laughs> I'm saying raw. Well, you might die from... You'd have to eat the flesh, though. Yeah. Mm. Well, wh- what situation would you have to be in in order to eat AIDS flesh? I'd have to, I've never been that hungry. Right. No, neither have I. I'm Not fat. yet. Uh, yeah. in, <laughs> interesting, though. Uh, it's something about this. You can post a memory on there. Now, they have these, they have these people listed. They have them like... Um, you can see the plots. You click on a plot. It's, okay. very, it's an interactive thing. It's, uh, it's at uh, Heart... HardIsland.net. Uh, I hate a .net. Yeah, but it's HardIsland.net, and you click on it, and it shows you the people, uh, their names and shit. Anyway, it doesn't say how they died, but it, the each one has a little timer that's been going. It, it counts to the second how long they've been laying unclaimed, unloved in, in a potter's field. Right. It's the saddest, weirdest website. A song comes on, and it's just fucking eerie. I mean, it's 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 like it's one of the most unpleasant experiences I've ever had. I think going on this website, I loved it. There's nothing like an unpleasant experience that that you kind of that you kind of enjoy. Yeah. That gives you nightmares it's, for the next week. It's likely that it will. I don't mind nightmares. I, I sort of like you enjoy them. I do. I, you, I like. I, I like nightmares. I like to uh, feel like I can't punch something as hard as I want to. <laughs> you know, that's attacking me in my dreams. It's always that. Can't move. You can't walk or run fast enough to do whatever. Uh, you can't get away. You can't. It's like maybe there's some alligators around. You I ever have it. sleep paralysis? Uh, you know what that is? Your your body's still asleep, oh, but yeah. your brain wakes up and you can't move and you're just stuck there. Yes. And sometimes you hear things or you see things and you're like, what the fuck is going on? When, I had it when I was a kid and I thought I was being abducted by aliens. I didn't know. Did you feel anything in your bottom? Maybe, maybe it got some probes. When you go to the website, you're like, okay, we'll check this website just out. Just your love. Just your love. Just your anointing. Uh, this uh, and and the pictures that accompany this, <laughs> like, these prisoners, because the bodies are buried by prisoners, right. burying the bodies, and this song goes on until you leave. I just, I think I'm going to down my entire bottle of Xanax right now. Yes, do that. You want some booze to wash it down? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Uh, you know what? I haven't had a drink now in 21 years, but I think tonight could be the night. It's it's just an awful thing. Uh, the, the website is so strange. Uh, and you here's the best part. They want these people to all have like a history. Okay. You can just add something to it. You can put a link 
You can put whatever. It's not like it has to be a family member. It doesn't have to be a historian. It could just be anybody. Anybody. The same way you can post a comment on, you know, <laughs> Yahoo Answers or whatever, you know, right. which is like, I, 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 I almost like think it's so strange when I, I look up something and Yahoo Answers comes up and like, here's a bunch of dummies answering it who I don't really know. <laughs> and then there's a whole answer. Like, what the fuck? Why are you answering the question? Why is Yahoo still a thing? To begin with. Well, because I don't know. Who? What, what is that? Who owns that? I don't even know fucking Yahoo. I assumed it was Yahoo Serious. Is it? I don't yeah. Know. I mean, I don't that, who else would Yahoo. it be? What other famous Yahoos do you know? But how, I don't understand how they still have a web presence. And my heart, just your eyes. So I want to add some history, maybe. And, and th- there's even one more thing to say about this site, because it's just... Uh, it's just so strange. Um, like I said, you can you can post uh, a memory to anybody, no matter how long they've. I mean, I think there's only like sixty eight thousand of them or something like that that are documented. It's not all million of them. None of them have anything written about them. None of them, almost. I mean, like you click through and it's just not happening. But I have a big announcement. If you do uh-huh. want to see a, a, an amazing show, because they have an upcoming events thing here, news and events. Get ready to be excited. As I read from their press release here, it's uh, Thursday, August 26th, this this event. So it's coming up. You'll have time. New York composer, New York jazz composer, Anita Brown, has composed Heart Island Suite to tell a poignant family story honoring a family member who rests on Heart Island, New York City's public cemetery. She offers its newly scheduled premiere to simultaneously honor all souls who rest on Heart Island and all who perished as a result of COVID-19, all of whom were denied the opportunity for funeral rituals. So this orchestra, they're going to play at the this Heart Island suite. It's going to be at the uh, Lindhurst Mansion, the West Lawn of the Lindhurst Mansion. Now, we all know where the Lindhurst Mansion is. Uh, and uh, it's at uh, 635 South Broadway, Terrytown. Terrytown, New York, and uh, it's free. It's free. Now, you know this is going to be an uplifting performance because anything based on Hard Island, it just can't fail to be... I mean, this whole site is so creepy. Inspiring, and it's uplifting. There's no mention of AIDS. Yeah, probably very little. Uh, (laughs) In three movements, Hard Island Suite tells the story of my parents' grief as per their stillborn daughter, one year my senior... That's the first part of the suite, uh, uh, the whatever. It's mother's story. Mm-hmm. The second movement is Terra Incognita. It addresses the poor perception of Hard Island itself, seeking to change its public image to one of beauty and serenity. That's not what this site conveys. No. It conveys creepiness. Fucking mm-hmm. AIDS in there, like I said. So you got AIDS, Indian burial ground, Negro carnivals. <laughs> Negro, <laughs> it was a terrible Negro place. Coney Island. Uh, yeah, ne- ne- whatever. I got nothing against a Negro carnival, but yeah. you don't want it near the prison. <laughs> got prisons. Uh, or the Confederate fucking POW yeah. camp. Why does this place have such a bad rap? And you know what? It kind of makes you wonder what the uh, what the what the Silahoy Indians were doing there with it too. I mean, they probably did some weird shit. Shit. Yeah, hundreds of years of. We had Who Indian, knows? Indian carnival celebration. <laughs> Indian of carnival. Base. You mean Native American carnival, Pat? Come on. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to get canceled, right? You we can dance me. if we want to. Now the uh, 
the final movement is uh, it's Julie's second line. Offers my New York City jazz musicians and parents and their firstborn child at a New Orleans-style second-line jazz funeral to lift the lifelong painful burden of grief. So this this was this is a thing I cannot imagine anyone going. Wow, that's what I want to see. I'm not getting enough death in my fucking life right now. I'm just like, there's just not enough reminders of how many people are dropping dead all the time. You know, I, I think that I really do want to see a three-act jazz performance about Hearts Island and a stillborn baby. A stillborn baby. Even even better. Add that to the list. Throw in some COVID? Yeah. You got yourself a fucking show, boy. Now, uh, we started off the show with a head injury in the Bronx. We're going to close the show. With a head injury in the Bronx. A man sitting on the tracks of an elevated subway line in the buggy D, decapitated when a train slammed into him Wednesday night. The unidentified man was uh, on tracks at the Castle Hill subway station when he was struck by a northbound six train. You don't, you, it's funny, you don't see that coming, you know? Yeah. You're like, <laughs> Whoa. one minute, you're just sitting on the tracks. Standing there. Next thing you know, run over by a fucking train. Minding your own business. Where'd that train come from? <laughs> what, what the fuck? It's an elevated train line. What that means, his head fell down from the elevated tracks, landed on a sidewalk. I have the video. Check it out at crimereport.nyc if you dare. But it's pretty amazing. It's pretty gruesome. It's pretty, uh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, let's, we'll just call it a New York City Crime Report exclusive. Mm-hmm. Or if you go there and it's not there, then I discovered I wasn't I hadn't supposed to put it up there. <laughs> but, oops. You know, a head, it looks very much like the movies, though. I mean, when you see this head, it looks like a fucking movie. Right. It looks like a prop. It, which is weird. It's like the movies are doing a much better job than I was giving them credit for. Right. I was always like, that fake, fake. It just fucking, and the guy's eyes are wide open. Wide open. It's, it's How the hell scary. are his eyes? He didn't shut his eyes when the train hit him? He doesn't even look startled. He just looks like, no. mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, this happened. He's got an eyebrow cocked. <laughs> weird. He's like, hmm. What do you think? Huh? No, he looks totally composed, I thought. Right, yeah. He's balding. Mm-hmm. Well, he's bald. And he's got one of those kind of like really shortly, closely cropped. And I guess he just decided to commit suicide by train and sit there and let his head fucking Maybe fall he went down. to heartisland.net. <laughs> this guy's been spending too much time on the uh, on the heartisland.net. That's right. Just your necklace. Just your love. And my sister. This is from that thing. And my bride. My sister. Just your love. Okay, God, so damn, the that woman. sucks. That makes me angry. Doesn't that mu- music just make you angry? I feel numb when I hear it. I don't feel. <laughs> I'm just like, what? I, I don't know what's happening. Seem, yeah, exactly. It shuts down your nervous system or something. It's not good. This is not good. Not good. No. Bronx Zoo, by the way, that is uh, number seven of the 46 <laughs> things to do in the Bronx. Right. 46 things to do in the Bronx. We're looking at uh, the list of your top attractions, of course. Number one, the Botanical G. Of course. Number two, Yankee Stadium, Bronx Zoo. Number three, Little Italy in the Bronx, which is, you know, uh, what do they call that street? Arthur Avenue. They got some good Italian food up there, I hear. Hadn't been there. I've had some offers. People say, yeah. hey, when you're in the Bronx, I'm going to take you to Arthur Avenue. I'm like, yeah, I guess that won't ever happen. 
I'm not going to be in the Bronx. Why would you be? I don't go to the Bronx for anything uh, that I can think of. And I mean, I go there, of course, on my way to Hart Island. Just your oils. I don't see any need to go to the Bronx. Just your oils. Ching Chinese Chong. Fucking Anthony Kumi. Anthony Kumi is fucking hilarious, but he's also like, uh, he's a legendary dude. And he's like a guy who, uh, and he's a good guy too. Good guy. I think he's a good guy. <laughs> and, uh, and and also, and, and I really appreciate that, you know, just being on the show is very cool. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know I kill. And I especially kill this compound audience, man. They get me. It's nice to be talking to somebody who gets you. Uh, you know what I'm saying, Ian? I do. I remember, I, remember, <laughs> I remember when you <laughs> substituted for him when he got in trouble. Oh, yeah, and then I got in trouble. <laughs> then you got in trouble. Yeah. I felt like I was <laughs> on like, Hard Island. It was one of the greatest... <laughs> Shows I've seen on Compound. Mm-hmm. That show was great. They took it down off YouTube because they don't want people to see it. It's off the nope. site, too. Oh, is it? It's been off the site. Do you know now, that? that episode is listed on there. Right. But when you go to it, it's some bullshit. It's not me talking to Rich and Bonnie and Louis J. Gomez. And Gavin comes on. My wife comes on at the time. Uh, people are going, coming, leaving, getting mad. <laughs> it was a great. I wish people can see it. it it's. I, 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 I mean, yeah, sucks. I know it does suck, but you know what? Really I have know. it personally. Oh, <laughs> I, did, I did download it. Crime Report exclusive. I don't know. I, I, I want to find. What if, what if I put that out on DVD? I'd pay for it. What if I could send it to you for a small amount of money? <laughs> it's the. It's. I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna say it right now. It's probably the best bit of anything that I've ever done in terms of performing, hosting, hosting a, a show at least, I'll say it's that. It's really good. I think it's my best work. Sitting in for Anthony Cumia when he was uh, on sabbatical down in Florida uh, and uh, whatever. It, good luck finding it. You can mm-hmm. probably, but you can find Too Woke to Fuck. It's a pretty good show. You can find the Patriarchy show soon. Uh, we will be, uh, I'll, I'll mention it, you know, when yeah. it happens. And uh, until then, it's like I'll see you uh, in East Brunswick and all that stuff. Subscribe to Compound Media. You're, it's the you know, the media is the enemy of the people. The only media I trust, literally, is Compound Media. Everybody tells the truth on there, and it's always hilarious. Uh, thanks one more time for being here, Ian Erickson. Thank you, Pat. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.